Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Thanks for tuning in. Before the show starts, we just want to tell you about Redmen Plus. If you want more Redmen content in your life, you can get that in video and podcast form. If you head over to redmenplus.com right now, we have exclusive interviews, documentaries, and more pre and post match content as we head towards the build up towards the season. Head over to Redmen Plus now. Hello everyone, welcome to Red Men. I'm Paul Meach and I'm joined by Ped from Toffee TV and we are very fortunate to be atop the Royal Liver Building. Uh, you can get up here too with the Royal Liver Building 360 degree tour, Royal Liver Building 360 tour, RLB 360. Uh, next time you're in the city, come and check it out. You can get as close to Bertie the Liver Bird as we are, right beneath Bella, so I'm told. Um, it's not as, not as pretty of you from underneath no, the air, uh, yeah. No, but there's you nothing, never want to be standing underneath a bed. Nothing you? blue. Um, but yeah, apart from, <laughs> apart from pets. So next to me, um, look, we're going to talk about the season coming up. Do we have to? Yeah, I know. I know, genuinely. I did have this. You know, it was, there was a little bit more optimism when we planned this. Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's just been written off for three months. Well, I mean, we'll wait and see whether it is three months. But he's been written off with a knee injury, which isn't isn't great start to the season. Yeah. I actually felt optimistic this week. This week? I really did, just this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, after travelling over to the States and seeing the pre-season over there, wasn't wasn't filled with much hope. But the last couple of weeks, I've, with a couple of signings, and feel, I was feeling a little bit more buoyant. But obviously, if Dominic Calvert-Lewin is injured, and it's for any length of time, particular length of time, it's going to be really tough for us. Well, let's talk about the bottom end of the Premier oh, League thanks, then. Thanks, mate. <laughs> That's a nice segue. Um, how, you, how are you feeling about your, about about Everton's chances? When you have you looked much at the teams? Around or have you very much like see no evil, hear no evil? No, I, everyone seems to be buying place, which is really scary. Um, everyone seems to be improving. There's not many that have haven't dipped into the transfer market, and and that is a little bit worrying when you think of where Everton finished last season. You know, even Leeds, who, who were the only team who finished below us of the current teams who, who stayed up, they obviously sold two of their better players, but went out and invested in a lot of young talent. So it. From that point of view, it is it is it is worrying. But Everton, as I said, having the last couple of weeks gone out there and bought a couple of players, and I think this is our end of the market now. Yeah. This is this is this is where you know players who are surplus to requirements are teams that are going to finish above us are going to be available, and clubs are going to get a little bit more uh, desperate and want to just get rid of players. I think that's where we'll start dipping in. And I think for us, I I don't think we've got a terrible starting eleven. I don't don't think it's great either. I think it's below that. I think what we saw last season with the injuries is Everton squad is is really really weak. Well, it's the lack of Richarlison. You know, if you've got yeah. no Dominic Calvert-Lewin, I know that's not planned for, yeah. but he's the guy who stepped into the breach yeah. in the absence of Calvert-Lewin. Him and Rondon, obviously, but you know, <laughs> <Him> <laughs> Rondon. I know, I know. What a what a man. Um, he had a really good 
cameo against mm. United at Old Trafford. You looked quite good in that game. Yeah, he did. If you say so. you looked all right. Um, but yeah, that's that, that's that's the, the problems he's facing. But you look around at the teams there, and you're looking at the teams coming up because that that's that's the real start season with, with optimism. Mm. I mean, even like under Rafa last year, you know, it wasn't. No one thought you'd be in a relegation, in a relegation fight. Yeah. So is that? But that, is that what this is this season? Does Frank? I mean, does Frank Lampard? Is Frank Lampard going into this season thinking? Staying up should be first and foremost, or is he the kind of guy who's thinking, "Well, I've done that now. I'm going to get to boot to do my my thing." And I, I imagine his thing in his head is further up the table. Yeah, listen, I think Everton. The whole thing has been put on hold till you know the stadium over to my right gets built, um, so we can start bringing some serious money in. You, you can see it. You can, can see it, mate. Can um, it's it's been put on hold, I think, for the time being, and I think. That's what sort of the plan was by bringing Rafa Benitez. It was just, just mothball and everything for three years. It didn't work. And fans, you know, once we started getting some bad results, you know, any support that was there for him was gone. Uh, I think Frank's got loads of support from the fan base um, with what happened at the back end of last season. And you've got to just keep that going if you can. And that that's where, I suppose... Pre-season's a difficult one because it is only pre-season, but you've yeah. got to get it right. And with the see, I think with well, the you can never make cast iron judgments, but also you can see deficiencies, yeah. Yeah, which is and that's always the the hard part. I think the other side of it is with the season starting so early as well and having so many games in August, it's also going to be really hard to judge. You know, a lot of teams haven't, a lot of teams haven't had a lot of pre-season games as well, so that makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, and Everton won't do. You know they won't buy. I, I think they'll still buy two or three late. So that still means you don't. Right now, I don't know what Everton are capable of or where where exactly we're going to finish. I suppose we're hoping that the teams that come up are crap. But that's the problem, isn't it? Nottingham Forest have bought like thirteen players. I've no idea yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah, see, that shocked me actually because I, I I was aware of the headline signings and mm-hmm. it's easy because Dean Henderson, good signing, yeah. get a good goalkeeper in there. They brought Nico Williams from Liverpool and they brought Tewo Awaniwi who was, who was a former Liverpool forward. Mm-hmm. I bet he couldn't, he never got a way permit to play for us but he was he was knocking them in, in in the Bundesliga. They looked, that's all shrewd business but you're right, they've bought up, they've blanket bought a ton of players just to make the numbers up so no one knows what they're going to be like. There's a party that immediately writes Bournemouth off because, you know, <laughs> as much as they had a decent run last time out, yeah. But you just they, they feel like for that and Fulham similarly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you'll have a there'll be there's a, there's a there's a sneaky undercurrent there with Marco Silva coming back up, isn't it? He could end up being in a in a relegation scrap with Everton, and he'll have a bit of a point to prove. Uh, yeah, uh, it's gonna be tough for Baz. He really does hold a candle for Marco. Holds a candle. Yeah, oh, really, really. I, he's a decent manager, isn't he? Yeah, he just didn't have any personality when he was at Everton. That was yeah. his big problem. He didn't know how to communicate with 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 the fan base, and and I think when when times got tough, and you know whether we were so much sacking him, I don't think there was any backing for him because he just hadn't he just hadn't seeped into the fan base. Yeah. Whereas like you look at what Frank Lampard's done, you know if 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 he's let you greet the coaches, he's fantastic. He, you know as a as a as a man for parking coaches, he's done really really well. <laughs> I've never known a manager to sit in the front seat of a coach before, which is a bit worrying. Like I just wonder whether he's got his license, but um, no one ever. He might need it yeah. in six months. Um, no, it, it, it really, I find it really hard to judge this season. It's such a strange season with that gap in the middle as well. So, I mean, in my head, the contenders, the contenders for the drop are obviously the three teams that have come up. Mm. I, I mean, I spoke to I spoke to people when we did the overlap the other day, and like a lot of people had Everton yeah. not like comfortably staying up, but like not in the bottom, not not truly fighting for it. But I would, I, I can't see how they're not because mm. I don't see how you've. 
on the other side, no. significantly improved. You've got a better vibe, which will help fans being a bit more on side. Will help, and, and Lampard's yeah. more established. Leeds, are to, again, another totally unknown quantity. So I think they'll be. I think mm. they'll be in it. Southampton could be drawn definitely, into it. Definitely. Brentford might get drawn into it. There we go. We've managed to survive this without being deafened. <laughs> there we go. Good. That was my one fear for this one. And hopefully, I didn't jump three feet in the air, which no. is what I did when we came to do the recce here. Um, there's a bunch of teams, is what I'm kind yeah. of saying. I think there's probably, I think there's probably six, seven, mate, or more teams think, who could conceivably get. I think in. anyone in the bottom half can. Uh, will have to look over their shoulder. But for us, going back to what you're saying, there is, we've we've sold our goals and we've got and narrowed one goal into the season. Our other goal scorer is is injured. There's no other goals in this team. That's what worries me. That's what worries me is is, is who's going to score the goals, and that's where um, at the back we're going to be much tighter. And I think I think we look a little bit better at the back. I think James Tarkowski is, is actually a really good signing. He's a defender. A really clever signing. He's a leader though. Yeah. He's a he's a leader. He's someone who can someone who can you know tell the fella next to him not to run into him, which seems to happen a lot at Everton. You know you know <laughs> kick the ball over there, mate. Yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So. I'm optimistic that we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit better at the back, but it is ultimately about putting the ball in the back of the net. And you do look at a few teams down the bottom, you think who's gonna do that job? And you might have, you know, you look at someone like Brentford, you might think, well, they've got deficiencies, but they do have a couple of lads who can put, who can score goals. And I, I, the likes of Leeds, I'm not sure whether they do. You know, you mentioned Depends Southampton. Yeah, you mentioned league. Southampton as well. They're another. One. I'm not sure if they've got too many goal scorers in their team. They've bought really young, so I can understand why people. People are talking about Everton because take with Charleston out the team, take Dom out the team now, and you you look at it and think who's going to put the ball in the net. Well, let's look further up then, to, just to spare you the misery. Um, <laughs> well, actually, so not really because we'll start with Newcastle. Okay. Um, who, of course, you loathe and can't. I stand don't really to see. care. I think everyone loathes them now. Yeah, well, it'll come in due, in due course. It, I guess it's the team you've got. The teams who are who are going to be looking to break into your. Do you reckon there's any breaking into this into the, those European places? We're talking the top seven, seventh is yeah. Conference League. West yeah. Ham finished there last season. Yeah. I can't see how any of the six above no. get worse. No. And West Ham looked like they've strengthened as well mm. to another season under yeah. Moyes. They got the continuity, but you're probably looking at. I mean, it'd be. Sounds mad to say it out loud. It's the first name of the team to name, but Brighton would would be looking to looking to improve. Villa will look to improve. Yeah. Newcastle do the same. Leicester finished eighth. I mean, they've gone from being I a think, team that missed out on Champions League by one place to being a team yeah. that's eighth in the league. I think he. I think my my my. I think Brendan Rodgers has fucked it at Leicester. If I'm being I, honest, I think he's got issues, yeah. real issues. There seems to be problems in the background there. You know, players. Michael going to Nice. I mean, who who, who thought who's seen that coming? Yeah. You know. Newcastle are knocking on the door for for um, Madison. Yeah. You know, did Jamie Vardy? He's got to pay a big big bill. Uh, there's Defo. There's Defo universe where Brendan Rodgers tries to engineer a move to Newcastle himself isn't there, before the end <laughs> of the season. Definitely. Like just the, sell all the players. Yeah, to them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, at Lurch Point, where it's the worst thing you can possibly leave. It's the best time, worst time to leave. He'll leave a month before yeah. the end of the season. No, I think I think um, yeah, Leicester, Leicester, they'll I've got, I think they'll be in the bottom half this season. But Newcastle. Definitely got a chance of set. I think a lot of teams have got a chance of seven. I think a lot of teams will fancy it. Um, because that top six, I think, is sorted. Absolutely sorted. I mean, that's going to be very, very interesting. But I think West Ham got a great chance. But you know, uh, the Europa Conference, well, how much will that get in the way? Um, and then below that, Villa will fancy it. Gerard will fancy it. Even, I think even someone like Crystal Palace will be thinking... We, we, we'll do all right well, this season. This is the thing. Another, another season under under Vieira. Obviously, there's a, there's, a, there's going to be a little bit of change around because they haven't got uh, you know 
having players on loan makes a big difference in terms of what in terms of what you're doing. But they've got so much young, pacey, exciting talent up front. And Vieira look Vieira's got that got that aura. Everyone's looking at Gerard as like will he be the next Liverpool manager? Mm. Wouldn't shock me if City have got an eye on Vieira as the next yeah, as yeah. the next potential City manager down the line as well. Let's talk the top end then. Um I want to talk about Man United because it's my second favourite topic is Man United being rubbish. Um the Ronaldo stuff, mad that isn't it? He's mad. Yeah. Where does he think he's going? Where does he think he's signing that play Champions League football that will offer him the wages? Do you think he's just got so a combination of his own ego, but also the people he's built up around him who are like who've just got him convinced that like duh, of course people are coming for you because you're Cristiano Ronaldo because like I can't like you got Atletico Madrid fans protesting yeah, like 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 he's not welcome yeah. here and all that kind of stuff which is mad not it's not like we don't want yeah there's yeah. one thing to say I'm not keen on that yeah. there's another thing to actively protest against it yeah I am absolutely desperate from to sign for Paris Saint Germain yeah yeah yeah, yeah without like they should just make that happen. that's like. FIFA should make that happen. Like yeah. that's 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 escape to victory. That's yeah. the new fit. That's the, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's they've got everyone. Yeah, it would yeah, just yeah. be it'd be the greatest ending to Messi and his careers playing yeah. together. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a little bit late. It's the old you know it's the Mayweather, um, you know, fighting against Pacquiao yeah. kind of scenario. Yeah, but yeah. but that would be amazing. Yeah, no, that's I, the I, only one I want to see. It's like if you had that much money because the money doesn't matter. Yeah. And I know there's things like minutes on the pitch and like killing Mbappe yeah. and, there's, and, there's, and, there's, and, and Neymar and there's other factors at <laughs> play but honestly the idea that do you know what Neymar doesn't want to be there they don't really like Neymar anymore I love the idea of him being the one who's, who his transfer ruined world football yeah. and I like the fact that no, it's Coutinho to Barcelona okay, ruined yeah, sad, world sad, football yeah. but it was a knock on impact yeah. of Barcelona having <laughs> cash to burn from yeah. the Neymar stuff but the the idea of him getting booted just so Ronaldo can come in and play one season oh God, with Messi amazing. and it, not pass to each other no, like can you imagine them in the Champions League where Ronaldo refused? He's like tackling Messi so he can't get closer to him. Can you imagine how they signed him? Like, like you, you, you wouldn't be able to get a ticket. There'd be no chance of getting get tickets. They could, they could say what they, everyone would be glued to their games every, you know, every week. You know, even in the French league. I mean, what the French, the French league itself should sanction that move. Like, yeah, we'll, yeah, lads, we'll cover this. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, get Uber Eats to sort it out. They sponsor them. Like, like. <laughs> yeah. That, I couldn't. I just. I'd love that to happen. I know it won't because they've now got a sensible manager. Yeah, but it's just. It's just. Weird. What what level does he end up at? Because quite clearly, he can't go back to Man United. And I, this is why I find the Man United thing fascinating. About like he's just undermining everything they do. Like the manager looks weak. The fact that they're having to draft Fergie and to try and sort yeah. try and sort things out, which I just think is great because he needs binning off as well. Um, it's just. It's just the whole thing's wonderful. I suppose the most heartbreaking thing is 15 years ago we nailed on to sign for Everton. Yeah, you know, he just yeah, yeah. Moises just get on trouble. the phone and go, come yeah. on, the cast off from Man United. The Phil Neville route, as we go. Of course, we're having him. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's where he'll go, West Ham. Yeah. No, I think he's just been. I just think he's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he's been mismanaged because he obviously manages himself. Yeah. But he obviously thought he was clubs. I wonder who, if there's just a world where he holds on and holds on and holds on until the it's the, the, the final teams for the group stages are decided, and then he knows exactly what his pool is. Celtic. 
Celtic. Twenty years ago, <laughs> twenty-five years ago, that would have been the yeah. move as well. Like he could have gone and been, he could have gone and been the next Henry Larson. Yeah, definitely. Could have been the next Paolo Negri. You know what I mean? It's um, yeah, he um, yeah, that, that, that's that because at the moment there's still a bunch of clubs who, are, yeah. who obviously are going to go through third qualifying rounds or whatever, probably from second at this point. But the, I, I just, it's my, he's going to end up at someone who's too crap for Cristiano Ronaldo even though they're a Champions League I think how he turns it round is he goes to a Portuguese club who are playing in the Champions League that's how you win the PR back and you start telling everyone that that was what I was always trying to do I wanted my romantic return back to Portugal Sporting Lisbon whatever and that's what you know that's that's how he used to spin that round but but yeah for Man United itself it is just a it is a mess because he is their centre forward and you know they've not been able to get you know centre midfielder in that they want. Okay, they've brought a few in at the back, but they are just Everton on steroids. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. One hundred percent online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs, three clubs I have no love for in any way shape or form and I've said this long before by the way and I will, I will put this out on video because I'm comfortable saying this I would always, I would much rather Everton be in European football than any of them knobheads um, sadly that's nothing I can do that's going to make that happen unfortunately not on anyone in football in the world, world. short of like a, a magic lamp uh, is going to make that happen anytime soon but um, even so they probably wish for the wrong thing um, the <laughs> no we'd find the lamp and then massively overbid for it like massively <laughs> Uh, I mean, give the genie like massive wages. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. It turns out he just doesn't really want to do it anymore. Doesn't really want to work for it. Um, I, I, I've quite enjoyed how much they all hate each other and how much there's, there's the, the hatred and the disrespect towards both Spurs and Arsenal in different ways. I've got a sneaky feeling Chelsea are going to combust this season, and I, and and, but I think Arsenal. Mm. I've got this one last shot under Arteta 
to get themselves into the top four because mm. if not, I can see him being on the brand. He's going to be the next Leicester manager before he's the next City manager. If that I, goes that I think Arsenal are building something genuinely. Um, how much is it going to be undermined by the documentary though in the first few weeks of the season? Yeah. Like how like how much is that going to play a part in? Because I know people go, but it, it will do because people are just starting the insides and going, mm, this, I'm not sure about yeah. this. And we've already seen clips already. I mean, Loves you'll never walk alone. I mean, if you, but if he was going to play, they never you walk alone. Surely he should have played it before the players come on. Yeah, and it's then, not like we run around. To and it. then, it, and then the whole pitch went silent for the rest of ninety minutes. That's how it works, Anfield, isn't it? I mean, maybe in the nineties when you used to go to football games at Anfield. Like, um, yeah, not so much. Um, no, it was certainly like that when you played there in nineteen ninety-three. You played nineteen ninety. I'm a bit older than that. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I think Arsenal building something, and I could see them because Chelsea are not had a good summer I don't think I know they've brought in decent players but they've not necessarily brought in the targets they wanted a few of them have got away and you know we've got them first game and I, I'm glad we've got them first game because I still think that they're not quite where they need to be they haven't, they've, the results in pre-season I know you shouldn't always judge it but it's been a little bit, bit weird like battered by Arsenal yeah so I don't think they've settled down certainly with the new owner coming in they're, they're, but they're like that Todd Bowley like, he doesn't know what he's doing it's amazing. Like he's just coming and going, I'll, I'll handle all this. The rumours I've heard about him, like I heard a rumour that they'd agree the fee for the Licht, mm. but he didn't know. That you have No, no, no. <laughs> oh, he didn't know that you have to negotiate the contracts with the player. Oh. He thought it was like American sports yeah. where you just agree and you just buy their, Own you buy their contracts effectively. Um, it's not the best start, is it? No, I know, but there's loads of these stories yeah, about him. Like, yeah. you mean, and that's the problem is you've got, you've got Thomas Tuchel's reputation as a manager's on the line here and it's going to end up being undermined and, I would, and he's already quite spiky and he's already been quite yeah. determined to talk out. So I, there's like a, there's a, there's a sliding doors season and in one of it, Tuchel holds it together long enough to get their act together and that shuts the door on Arsenal and Arsenal end up in the pits. Yeah. The other is they combust and Arsenal get in and both the clubs go in opposite directions. I think, I think what they've got in their favour is they're not challenging the top two. So yeah. I think Arsenal and Tottenham are going to have patches where they're obviously out of form. And I think if Chelsea can get it together by the end of this first month, then I think they'll be obviously well in contention. Because let's be honest, does it really matter if you finish third or fourth? No. It doesn't, does it? It doesn't It doesn't matter now, whatsoever. Well, it depends on, unless it's like last day, last day drama kind of kind of situation, like, but you're yeah. right, broadly. I, I, I just don't think it matters. So as long as they're fighting with those those other two, I don't think it's really going to matter. So I think if as long as they settle down in the first few weeks, it's just, again, because it's such a weird season, it's the way the games are played. It's it's gonna you, you everyone wants to get off to a good start because there's so many games in August. But I also think we're gonna see a lot of strange results in August as well, which is good for Evan. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> the um, can you bring yourself to say that Liverpool are gonna win the league this season? No, because they're not gonna win the league. Okay, cool. Why? But they're gonna. But they're still very very good. Now. Why? I, I, I don't just saying Man City. I don't know. I, I I still I still think Man City have. I think they've improved. And I know Liverpool, and I'm not, I'd be honest, I'm not 100% sure Liverpool have improved. Just because, and I mean this in a nice possible way, I just think that with, with, with Mane going and Nunes just coming, that crossover period. But what I would say is, because City will have to change their style of play for Haaland, that might be the, the, the little bit of ground. Yeah, I think the first, the first month, six weeks, maybe up to two months or whatever, is going to make a difference. If Liverpool yeah. have got... If Liverpool have got a lead over City at the end of September, 
I think I think I think that's what we'll, I think that's how we win the league. I don't think we win the league if we go into the World Cup neck and neck, or if City are ahead. It, it's really hard to judge because you are talking about one or two games, yeah. and that's what's that's what's like scary for everybody else is that you are talking one or two games and you lost you're, two two league games. You're right. If, if City if City have a bad start because of because they haven't had much of a pre season. Then yeah, and you, you know you're you know you stay you stick with playing people like Firmino and Jota, people who are already used to the system. Then and you get off to a great start, and yeah, it's it's in your hands. And and of course, see the World Cup is strange because, like for Everton, most of our players are getting a month month to six weeks off. Yeah. For your players and for Man City players, you're gonna have. We're actually not too bad, yeah. Which is quite, which is worked out quite good for us. Particularly Salah not having to go, which is, yeah. is huge. Mane, that's one of the things of Mane <laughs> going as well. Yeah. He actually knocked Salah out, and then we got rid of him and kept Salah. So yeah. Salah gets to go and uh, put some put some thirst traps out there and uh, on, on beaches yeah. in, in in the far east, chilling, yeah. watching the games on telly with a nice glass of water on his feet up, no. and then you know whereas we looking at Liverpool, you talking. Trent possibly, but how much is he going to no, play? He'll, he'll go. Henderson will probably go, but again, how much is he yeah. going to play? Jota will go. He's 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 a bit of a concern. Yeah. Um, and there's a few there's a few I think Nunes is going with Argentina and stuff, but there's not there's not loads of Liverpool Liverpool players out there. But City, I think there's one or two more City. But that's going to be. He's gone. Yeah. So. No, I, it's really hard to judge. I, 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 and you just can't bring yourself. To no, say, I, I, I I couldn't. I don't. I honestly. Look at your team and look at their team and go. Their team are better, but I also think that, and this might have started changing after we played you at the end of the season. I always used to wonder why teams. See, I say something nice about Liverpool, and this happens. Yeah. Um, let's let it play, let it play out. I wonder why teams would play against Manchester City and put 11 men behind the ball and then play Liverpool and play with all their defenders on the halfway line and I just couldn't quite grasp that no one ever does that against us but they, 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 they did that a lot and then when we played last season we just stuck every man behind the ball and it really frustrated you yeah. and after that I, th I noticed a few more teams seemed to start doing yeah, it that's basically what it's been like playing against but Liverpool you, to, to teams just seem to like that's, in your, that's because in your head, no, everything, no, everything positive is. for Liverpool is seen as the no, work of Satan. It's not. Um, it's, so like, there can't possibly be things go go. But yeah, yeah. yeah. What, but I was about to pay you as a compliment, then, yeah. and you you stopped it in mid-flow. So, but I always find that City just there's so many games in the season where they're trying to score that perfect one goal to get them the win, and the opposition scores, and then they struggle. Whereas Liverpool just have a. A, a brilliant tendency to just just the key to roll beat, over people. The, the key to beating City is you stop them scoring in the first fifteen minutes, mm. then you stop them scoring the next fifteen <laughs> minutes, and then the fifteen minutes after that. See, and if you can get to half time, yeah. that you you you're, it sounds stupid, yeah. but you're closer to you're closer to taking something than you than you think. See, that must have been lost in translation for us because we allowed them to score every fifteen minutes. <laughs> So, <laughs> I don't know where Rafa must have just got that wrong when we went to the Etihad yeah, last season. Yeah. You had the basic structure right, yeah. but not quite the just right answer. must have been lost it. in translation. Yeah. No, I, I, and I think obviously that's where they've brought Har why they've brought Haaland in, isn't it? To get that one killer goal that Aguero used to get them. But I honestly could, I honestly wouldn't wouldn't be able to say who, who's going to win it because I just think you're both so far away from everybody else by a mile. And that's the that's the thing. It's it's been it's awkward having conversations with the fans of, of those teams who are down because you just it's like I don't. 
it sounds so sorry, but the the gap is so it's like twenty two points down yeah. from Liverpool to, 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 to third. You know, it, it's too big a gap for one it's team. It's almost to like you should have goal. your own Super League. That's what it feels like. No, it feels no, like you no, should no, just no. go away and have your own no, Super League. No, we're fine. I think that's we'll what... stay. It's fine. We'd much rather be in this league. Um, they could give us more money for being in it. That'd be great. Um, no, so um, who, which one signing that's coming to the Premier League as you most impressed or are you most jealous of? Do you think? Jealous? God, I'm jealous of everybody signing players. <laughs> I, I honestly, I honestly don't really look at anyone and think. Are you excited to see Haaland in the Premier League? Yeah, but the same way. I'm excited to see like Koulibaly. Yeah. I'm excited to see a player that... I'm excited to see Mohamed Salah run at uh, Kaladu Koulibaly because that normally is hilarious. Well, I, I'm excited to see someone that's been talked about for a long time coming to the Premier League just to see what they can do. I'm excited to see what Haaland can do. Um, and there's, you know, there's, 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 there's players that have signed for other teams that you look at and think, well, why didn't we get... But get why didn't we go in for them? I mean, there's too many to mention for Everton. But, yeah, it's. It, I just find that it's going to be a very, very strange season. It's going to be the maddest season of football since last season and the last season, season before that. Last <laughs> season. Be perfectly well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. Right, let us know in the comments a couple of things. Where are Liverpool going to finish? Where are they ever going to finish? Who is the side that most excites you that's come into the Premier League? You can be as obvious on the head as that with, with Erling Haaland. You can be hipster. Be hipster. I'm, I'm excited to know some more names, if I'm being perfectly honest. Who do you think is going to shock the world? Who's going to have a, a, a season beyond the pearl? Who's going to... Who's going to go above and beyond what normal people would think is going to be Crystal Palace Brighton Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa uh, let us know is that how they call is that what they call no Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa TM can you not call them just <laughs> Aston Villa <laughs> if, yeah. if it's a former player you have to give them the full yeah, title 100, isn't, it, isn't it David Moyes' West Ham maybe maybe I don't know <laughs> I don't call them that yeah sure Frank Lampard's Everton nobody Football Club nobody calls us that nobody calls us that Tory Frank's uh, Everton Football Club yeah. um, I think I'd like to think since he's been around L4 he understands the, the, the issues with, with the common man he now he hasn't wound his window down in L4 once <laughs> Doesn't want to get the smell of the commoners. Listen, I've heard his missus wants to do a loose women live from the Gladys Street. So. Yeah, sure. Why not? Brilliant. Uh, right, sad. Yeah, drop a like on the video. Subscribe. Check out Toffee TV as well. And of course, as mentioned, next time you're in Liverpool and you're looking for something yes. to do, whether you want to go some sightseeing, come and get one of the most staggeringly amazing views you can get of this beautiful city of ours. Come to the Royal Liver Building, the 360 tour. Uh, RLB you get to see Everton's new stadium getting built. It's actually real. Is that? Is it? Is, that, is it those? Is it that, those girders and stuff yeah, over there? That's is that's what it is, yeah, that's what it is, You can see Anfield as well. Actually, you can literally see, because it's a finished stadium, real stadium. You can see Anfield on the horizon over there. two years' time, you just won't be saying any of this. You can even see the cranes, because we're actually doing actual active building work on our stadium as well. You know, in two years, when your missus is saying, can we go and see Beyonce at Bramley Mordoch? That's honestly, at the Bramley, that's what it'll be. Yeah, of course. And you'll just call it the Bram, won't you? The Bram. You'll just call it the Bram, because that's what you're like. Absolutely. Right, thank you so much for watching. Uh, I will see you all soon. Tada. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you want even more Liverpool podcasts in your lives, do check out Red Men Plus. From as little as £5 a month, you can get tons and tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form. So yeah, go over to redmenplus.com, check out our amazing content. I'm sure you are going to love it. If you're a Shark Tank fan or business junkie, check out the podcast Another Bite. Each week, Another Bite breaks down the biggest success stories and most disastrous failures to come out of Shark Tank. The hosts break down each company's pitch, analyze the deals that were or weren't made, and answer the million-dollar question, are they still a company? 
Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for tips or a Shark Tank fan that just wants to relive the drama, Another Bite's your deep dive into the world of Shark Tank. Just search for Another Bite in your favorite podcast app, like the one you're listening to right now.